into another great episode of More Important Issues. We're here for a Sunday edition, the first of the week, ready to get going. Hope everybody's had a good Sunday. Let's get rolling. Hey, let's get this week started good. I'm, I'm in a positive mindset. Um, the, the Vols helped me clean the house today with the with the sweep. We were able to bust out the brooms. Um, honestly, no hesitation. Well, eh, depends on how you look at that, I guess. I, I guess there was uh, the Vols were down at one point, but, but really no hesitation even from Friday night. That's what we'll say. Uh, we're rolling with the confidence of Coach Vitello. Uh, it's that simple. Yeah, you took care of business. Um, that's, that's what you try to do in every SEC series. Um, now, you know, if you're able to get a, a road series sweep, I mean, it doesn't get any better than that because Missouri's not a good baseball team. That's a fact. You saw it this weekend. Um, but the fact that you're able to go in there and, and get three conference wins um, was huge for, you know, seeding-wise. You know, not just right. for the SEC tournament, but for, um, you know, you're, you're fighting to, to host a Super Regional. You, you probably locked down a Regional at this point. Um, but, you know, you want those that top eight seed to, to be a, a super host. So, hopefully. Um, every, every game is important. Um, so, Tennessee, it's just kind of go out and do your job, and Tennessee did that this weekend. That's that's all you can you can do. That's all you can ask for. All you can do. Uh, we're talking. We're also talking some football recruiting. Um, getting a commit this week. Uh, was that Friday? Everything kind of ran together towards the end of this week with some madness. Um, but we'll talk Brody Foley. But like I said, madness. We'll talk some of that transfer news. Um, Landon mentioned some of that. That's the seating. Uh, what, what's it going to look like for the for Tennessee in postseason? Um, you know, Tennessee's going to be there. <laughs> you kind of know that for a while now. Um, now it's just about where do they where do they look like as far as finishing in the SEC today? Really? Uh, well, where where did Arkansas? Did they end up beating Georgia? I know they were they, starting. They did beat Georgia. So Tennessee yeah. and and or Arkansas are now tied for for first in the SEC. Yeah. So I knew they were starting their comeback. But that's regardless. That's a you know overall today a good day. Like I said, Tennessee just has to win. And they did that this weekend, um, but some other things kind of fell into place for them too. Yeah, you can control what you can control, and uh, you know Tennessee has a great opportunity this coming up weekend to you know be the sole leader in the SEC if they're able to take down a, a really good Arkansas team. Yep. And uh, then if you got questions, drop them in the chat while you're doing that. Tell us where you're listening from. Um, and, and then as always, we've got our of the weeks and, uh, Landon's going to tell you guys where, you know, who, who makes this show possible, but also I think he, I think he's got a surprise for somebody too. Yeah, absolutely. Go check out our sponsors, Tennessee tap house, hound dogs, and blue water climate control. Before I tell you the winner of the giveaway, here's a quick word from our good friends at blue water climate control. Blue Water Climate Control. From heating and AC installation and repair, commercial or residential, when you choose Blue Water Climate Control, we offer solutions, not a sales pitch. Blue Water Climate Control. Veteran-owned, superior service. All right, so the winner of the Baseballs t-shirt is none other than Derek Dalton. Um, he's a retired coach of the Granger Blaze Baseball UT fan, father of two awesome kids. So, there just you read go. your Twitter bio. Just yeah. thought I'd give you a little introduction in there. Yeah, um, and uh, I, I hope um, you've been working out because that extra small is going to be uh, real tight. Otherwise, it, it's, it, it's, it runs true to size, but it's an extra small. So, Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to help you out. 
Um, but yeah, in all seriousness, just just give us a shout, um, and we'll be happy to to send that out to you. Um, really appreciate you following us and tuning in to this show. Appreciate it. All right, guys, we will see you on the other side, and we'll get this, like I said, Sunday edition going. Mm. Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind, and I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! to do and welcome into more important issues it is sunday may 9th i had to think about that month it, it's raining it, it just it's kind of chilly at least up in johnson city um so i had to rethink exactly what month we're in uh you know just to double check but we are in may kind of getting into you know as soon as baseball's over which i'm glad we've got baseball this year um you know the last and i'm not just talking about last year the last couple years we're already kind of in the dog days of, of the summer, uh, as far as off season goes, looking for content. But Tony Botello, he's a he's not just a winning machine; he's a content machine. He's got plenty to talk about on the hill. Yeah, going to take us all the way through June, hopefully, in in Omaha. So we'll <laughs> we'll have pr- plenty to talk about for the next at least couple months. Exactly, and um, it, it is a very different year than last year too. Tennessee kind of dreaming of Omaha this year. It's it's looking like uh, it's looking like more than a dream. It's looking like a flight you can already book. I don't know where we'll have to fly into Charlotte to get to Omaha, Dallas. I don't know, but um, we, we may want to go ahead and start looking at those connecting flights. Yeah, I'm hoping maybe uh, maybe Zerk or, or Kiv can can help us out a little bit. Maybe just sneak us in a. Um, a suitcase, hopefully a large suitcase at that. Listen, leave them at will call and we'll get them. Don't keep it simple. All right. <laughs> leave them at will call under my name. No problems. We'll, we'll roll in. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You um, we'll, we'll take all the bat bags. You just give us a bus or a van and we'll just, <laughs> we'll just drive on down there. I'm not driving in an unmarked van to somewhere I'm not invited to. That is, that's how you end up on a, on Homeland Security's <laughs> network. I'm not doing that. So you need tickets <laughs> in hand. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll, I'll walk in with a bag if, uh, if I've got an identifier, but no unmarked vans into big events I'm not supposed to be at. That's, uh, I'm already on a no-fly list. I can't get on anything else. So um, that's not true. I'm, it might be true. We, we're not going to get into it on, on this Sunday night. Um, we are what we are going to talk about it. And, you know, we'll start with the good news because Tennessee football did pick up a recruit this week. Um, you know, I think it's an interesting pickup. And I think, you know, one thing I'm curious to see how um, uh, how Josh Heupel is going to use tight ends. Um, I think when people think about, uh, you know, fast-paced offenses, <laughs> the first thing that pops in your head is not a tight end. Yeah, but, I mean, you, you look at Tennessee the past few years and you, you think – you know that that team doesn't use a tight end. They don't even know what a tight end oh, is. I, I was I thought it was synonymous with tight ends. They use them so frequently, and um, I mean I think tight ends probably led in catches last year. Yeah, they're just a an, an extra tackle. 
Uh, but yeah, this kid. Whoa, 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 whoa! No, no, their extra tackles were uh, freshmen. Oh yeah, it was, and, it was Cooper Mays that they put in numbers. numbers on. Yeah. yeah, no, 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 don't put that evil on this. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's been rough. <laughs> Sorry, Todd ends. I, I, I'm apologizing for you. Yeah, you should. Because <laughs> it's been rough. Um, but yeah, you, you locked down a commitment. Brody Foley is a three-star tight end, 6'6", 235 pounds from uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, offers from Indiana, Auburn, Kentucky, Arkansas. Um, teams like that, a, a bunch more. But those are, I guess, are the kind of key ones, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tennessee locks, locks down there another commit. I think it's their fourth in this class. And, uh, you know, you want to keep adding to that. Alex Golish had a big hand in recruiting this kid. And uh, I I like it because, like, he's – I read a little bit about him um, and a little bit about, like – and not just, like, a, a Tennessee outlet, you know, covering recruiting and stuff like that. This, this was actually, like, a Cincinnati article. And uh, they talked about how he plays both sides of the ball. And, uh, and you know, his coach said he does a great job run blocking as well and, and takes pride in it. So, um, you know, hopefully he can bring that physicality back to Knoxville. I think that's something that, that Tennessee would love to have and, and also a guy that they can use um, in mismatch in the passing game too. You know what he sounds like to me right now? 2022 special teams player of the year. That's what he sounds like to me right off the top of the head. <laughs> Freshman guy who plays both ways in, in high school, tight end, loves to run block. That that's a that's a that's a special teams player right there. Mike uh, Mike Eckler should be absolutely amped to get him on campus. <laughs> He's gonna have at least one year of special teams with him. Oh yeah, for sure. So that that's um, what that sounds like to me. Yeah, I think they had a shortened season last season, but he had 25 catches for 233 yards and a touchdown. Also had 14 rushing yards and a touchdown. So the guy can guy likes to have the football in his hands. Did you say? Did I hear correctly? He had a rushing touchdown. He did. I want to see that play. I want to. Do you think it was like the fumble ruski? Like, how did he get the ball in his hands for a rushing touchdown? Maybe it was like a tight end reverse. <laughs> Run an end around with a tight end. <laughs> <laughs> that's. I mean, that's a, you know, that's an interesting one. That end's got to decide. You, is is he pulling? Did they pull a tight end? <laughs> I mean, at six six, he's not hiding behind anybody. In high no, no, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good point. Probably no fumble, Ruski. I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to work out the logistics of a tie of a tight end run play. Did he line up a running back? Some fullback? Is he a fullback? Yeah, I mean, when they said he plays both sides of the ball and he he takes pride in, in run blocking and stuff, he reminds me of Austin Pope a little bit, um, which. I mean, I guess you would take that, right? Uh, I, I, no, I don't know about Josh Heupel's offense. I, I think you need – if you want an effective tight end, you're going to need someone that's more effective in the pass game. Right. I, I, I agree with that. I'm so, just saying, like, the production that Austin Pope gave you, maybe, maybe you not mean, in the passing game, but just like an overall just – If you mean from field. sheer numbers, yeah, give me the guy. We'll put him exactly. on the field. Yeah, that's <laughs> – that, then, yeah. For Tennessee, I think that, that bodes well. Uh, yeah, I think – the first thing that popped into my head when when Tennessee gets a tight end commit was it was it Friday? Uh, I think it was Saturday. Saturday, okay. Um, was man, I would have really liked to seen Hudson Wolf make it to campus, um, especially in this offense. And so I think, I mean, you're looking for a guy like that. I haven't. I'll, I'll be honest, haven't watched Brody Foley's uh, highlights yet. 
Um, and I'm going to base my opinion off of a three minute huddle film. I hope the music's hype or you can just knock it down to at least an eight right there um, on a scale of one to 10. So maybe put out a new highlight tape before I watch it, Brody. Um, but yeah, I, I think Tennessee's going to need a guy that can be really, really effective in, in both. Yes. But I think passing game more so I, I think Tennessee's, like, I, I think this would be the year to see a, a wide receiver converted, if any. Like, in Jerry Pruitt's offense, we talked about, or at least I thought, D. Beckwith might be a guy just had a need that you mm-hmm. transfer, transfer there. But you always knew he wasn't going to be the tight end that that offense really needed. You like you were like, he's going to be a – like, D. Beckwith seems like – now, I, in the running back situation, I don't see him getting moved. But that would – like, I, I could see that more likely happening with this offense. Yeah, and and Josh Heibel seems to up to this point, you know, it, it could change, but up to this point, he seems like he's going to let guys play what they want to play, and uh, you know, if they don't want to move the linebacker, he's not going to sit there and make them. Um, oh, that, he's not going to make a move the linebacker out of that. <laughs> right, right. Um, but yeah, it, it just seems like he's kind of getting his guys. This wasn't a guy that was on probably Jeremy Peruth's radar. Um, so this is kind of their guy. He plays in in a similar offense in high school, so you know they. They think that he it, it will transfer over to when he gets to college. So, yeah, I think it's a good pickup. You know, you're just adding to that that list. Definitely want to to handle some some battles in state, um, and and add to that recruiting list. But yeah, good pickup for Tennessee. Yep, I like it. Um, you did bring in well. Yeah, I guess you got you got to get him signed. He's not signed officially. He's class of 2022, but uh, you got a guy. Um, you got another name on that list. Um, Still looking for Tennessee to really start building a foundation to a really solid recruiting class. We'll see if that happens. I think probably you won't see many big-name commits, at least until Josh Heupel starts winning games or you get closer to time, whichever comes first. I know which one I hope comes comes first. <laughs> right. Um, all right, let's talk about the bad news then. Let's talk the guys going the other direction. Um, so I guess that news hit Saturday as well. Um, it was like a ride after. Yeah, it, it was back-to-back. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, Henry Toto. And and it's kind of sucks. Like I was prepared I, and I'm not, I don't know if I hope I'll never be mad enough to tweet at a, at a player. Um, I hope I'm past that stage of my life. Uh, like even like a professional player, I hope I don't tweet at them because they don't want to play for um, the Packers. For example, if I was a Packers fan, I, I don't know if anybody out there in this world right now wouldn't want to play on the Packers. That's not the point. Um, I think everybody at that organization seems extremely happy, but I hope <laughs> I just never get to the point that I tweeted them. Um, and I mean, like the reason it was like, I wasn't as mad is because I knew he was leaving. I knew he was leaving. Like there was no chance he comes back. He's not on campus now. Why would he? Yeah. Like, why would he come back? Um, but man, that stung like going out. Like, and it's like what we talked about last week. Like the thing that I think pisses me off about the whole Danny white being like, they're not truly invested. It's like, no, we are. And he, you know, he did clarify it. He did an interview with Swain event and he did kind of clarify to say, invest what you can invest. So that means buying a hat, buy a hat. And it's like, still not the point in my mind, in my mind, but whatever. Um, at least he did clarify those statements, but it's like these players, even if they're waking up at, you know, five, 6 AM to go work out. And, and even if they're, um, you know, playing through injuries, like they just don't care about Tennessee the way, fans care about and I know that doesn't go for all of them I don't think but it, it's a business to them and that's I'm not saying that's wrong like that don't get me wrong like if he believes that's his best chance to get the NFL Bob whatever whatever do you but 
there is this hatred for Tennessee and Alabama that, I mean, it's it shown through. Yeah, I and, mean, it, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, and Alabama fans want to pretend they don't care about Tennessee, but they were a lot of them were tweeting at Tennessee fans, like laughing hysterically about the events on Saturday. So it's like they care about Tennessee. Otherwise, you wouldn't you wouldn't waste your time if you were an Alabama fan and didn't care about Tennessee. So. Yeah, I mean it. It hurt for sure. I mean, not not just leaving because, like, like, like you said, we knew he was gone. But you go to a team that you, when you sign to Tennessee, you are signing to despise a certain team, and that's Alabama. And and you should despise them if you played it. You played you played them twice. You should absolutely hate everybody on that roster. I don't care if they if they're your friends beforehand or not. You should despise that team. And, you know, that – it just seemed like he was always kind of – like even when he signed, he was flirting with going to Washington. And, well, and part know. of me always believed Andy. Like part of me was like he did talk to his dad. Like he well, he's not going to Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> but why didn't he go to Washington? Like go to Washington, go to USC, go, go to, to Ohio to, State. Yeah, go I don't to, give a – like people are just like, oh, I don't want him to go to Ohio State. I don't care. Ohio State has literally nothing to do with Tennessee. It, so yeah, I don't it care. Be, it would be annoying to watch him win there, but it's not him standing in the visitor locker room at Neil and smoking a cigar annoying. So it's like, well, pick, choose your choose your annoying, and I know which one I picked. Did we just call Henry Totoa Butch Jones? Um, yeah, I mean they're both freaking Benedict Arnold's. So as far as I'm <laughs> concerned, uh, I I mean I think this is. It, that, I don't know, and like the he's not going to play for Alabama. Alabama's not just handing out transfers. Like no, they're not. Like, he's he's good. I mean, people are just yeah. like, he won't he won't play at Alabama. He's going to play at Alabama. Now is he going to show out the way he did at Tennessee? Maybe not. You know, maybe maybe, but maybe he needed guys around him to make him better. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what what the. Well, there's definitely like an aspect too where it's like you want some help. Like, you know, if you're going to be good, you need help. Mm-hmm. And then there's like, so, I mean, he was an all American. He was a freshman all American. Like, was he great in pass coverage this year? No. Um, were there a lot of linebackers in the SEC that were great in pass coverage this year? No. Will he get better coaching at Alabama? Yes. I mean, it's just like, it sucks. And, and that's the thing is like, everyone's like, you know, the Juwan Mitchell tape of him beating someone in the hole was like, oh, I'd take him over Henry Tojo. I would like for them both to be on the same team. Okay. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> That'd be nice. Why do I have to hate a guy that was here like a month ago? More right. But it's just like, it, it is frustrating. The transfer portal officially sucks. I am, I am yeah, no longer. What's to do with this? <laughs> I, we, we can pull the stitching out. Um, I'm no longer a fan of the transfer portal or the one-time transfer rule. Don't ask me my thoughts on it ever again, even if Tennessee gets a big-name guy. I'm officially 100% against it. Don't pay the players. In fact, I think we should go back to when freshmen couldn't even play varsity football. This is how back in time the NCAA should go. Freshmen shouldn't be allowed to play varsity football. Um, official recruiting visits aren't even a thing. Uh, they've got a bus to every game. I'm I'm officially no longer a player's guy. Run it, bring it back to the old days. Bring it back to the good old days when football was football and they didn't throw it. You're that mad? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm so angry. I want to watch Tennessee run the wing tee. I mean, That's how I'm, angry I am. I just hate like his like this isn't goodbye. Like I'm still a VFL 
thing when he like announced he was in the transfer portal. I'm just like, dude, you went to Alabama. You literally spit in the face of every you spit in my face. I bought a <laughs> you you cut out. I don't know if you accidentally ripped out your uh, headphones. Um yeah, no, you're good. Um, that's how angry Landon is, though. Yeah, I mean, you can't. It's just like you said. It's not yet. It, it's it's just that simple. That I, I think I hear you now. Um, try again. Yeah, you're a little broken up, but I, I got you at least a little bit. Check. Check. Oh, back. Check for me. Yep, got you back. And um, I, hey, yeah, I mean, it's, do with this. I mean, I I think I you should. This from China. What am I supposed <laughs> to do with this? Now? I think you should 100% do the Lane Kiffin video where the dude. Pete on the shirt and then burned it, I think, was the order that went in. To be fair, it's um, still got the tags. Do you think they take it back? I get a little in-store credit. Uh, yeah, I think you should try. Um, <laughs> I think you should just send it back. Um, but, yeah, it, whatever. It just sucks that, like, first off, the rich get richer. So, it just sucks when you look at Nick Saban in Alabama because, um, like you said, he's a very good football player. Um, it sucks as a Tennessee fan. Um, yeah, it just – it really, 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 really sucks. And I'm sad. I was sad yesterday. I was more sad than mad. Felt betrayed, man. Felt betrayed. Yeah. It was like that. It was like that girl that's like, no, nah, that dude's ugly. And he's mean and he's not even funny. You're way funnier. And then she ends up going out on a date with him and you're left at home. That's what it felt yeah. like last night. I've never experienced yeah. that, but it, that's what it felt like. <laughs> I mean, I don't wish him to get hurt. Like I saw some people, and that's just not what you should be. Wishing that's people were like, like but I'm like not going to wish him luck. I don't. I don't no, no. I don't want him to be good. No, and, and it's like I can't even like I would love for Alabama to go zero and eleven or zero and twelve, yeah. whatever. What I was going to say to that is, if Alabama went one and eleven, and their only win was against Tennessee, I would be happier than them going. You know. 12 and 0 or whatever. Like I would be happy with their one win. So uh, someone said, yeah, in reply by, I mean, yeah, that's just by Henry Toto. And like you said, I'm not wishing him luck. Nope. You don't get luck when you go to Alabama for me. Sorry. Yeah. Screw you. It's not going to happen. I mean, um, dude, like we, like everybody loved that dude. They loved his family. Like we are so happy to get this kid from California. And, then, and we were paying him well, apparently. According to reports, he was getting a nice, nice bag. Yeah, the he he, he lost his stimmy, so he had to go okay. somewhere else. <laughs> also, can we talk about this? Eric Gray, Henry Toto, who are the other people that were linked to the the pay scandal? Uh, Names. God, I can see his big lineman that went to Georgia. Are we talking about just Tennessee people? Well, yes, that guy. But that's that brain that you, you're playing into my point. But Tennessee people that that were tied into it. it, it Eric Gray, Henry Toto, Darnell Wright. Was it Darnell Wright? Juan A. Morris. Juan A. Morris. Mm-hmm. Who else was it? Was it? I don't know. I don't even know. Like I know Eric Gray was mentioned um, in that article, but I don't know who else was actually mentioned. I don't think it's official. Okay. But anyways, yeah, so they that, go that crouch. Crouch, that doesn't play in. Chris, delete that. That doesn't play into my my point. But they go to the teams that have been wildly successful lately. You don't think they're paying them? Like you don't? Come on. If Tennessee, if Tennessee's paying them, you think they're like, I'll go play. I'll go play for free in 
in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I want to know, like, if if it comes out that that they were paid, are they not ineligible? I would I would think. <laughs> I, I don't. I know. mean, like I. I mean, I like for for the guys who went to Oklahoma, whatever. I don't care. But Henry Toto, that'd be hilarious. Because you went to Alabama, that'd be hilarious. No, but Oklahoma needs to get in, Oklahoma needs to get in trouble too because oh yeah, um, it just pisses me off that we have to pretend like all these programs are clean. Be like, oh I man, Alabama's won national championships and they don't pay players. Nick Saban doesn't have to pay players. Okay, you're right. Shut mm-hmm. up. Yeah, Oklahoma. Guess what? You're probably going to be the the number four seed in the college football playoff and get blown out by somebody. So yeah, but yeah, I, I just think I just find it funny. Um, yeah, whatever. All right, let's. Uh, any other transfer portal news? I, I know that was really the main thing. Yeah. So Tennessee is looking to add somebody else. I know they've uh, spoken with Dejon Terry. The defensive tackle from Kansas, who's got three years of eligibility left, um, played two games in 2019, then redshirted. Then last year, he had 14 tackles, two sacks. Um, he's six four three twenty. I mean, he's a big dude. Meridian, Mississippi, so uh, you know, Southern big corn fed, big defensive lineman. Um, you know. If they're talking to him, I guess they think that he can be a difference for for Tennessee because they have a lot of bodies at defensive line. I guess they just don't think they have the right guys. Well, I mean, it's all. I think Tennessee's also in a situation where beggars can't be choosers. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So they they reached out to him. Um, you know, maybe that's something that that would be closer to home for him, being being from Mississippi and then being in Kansas. So. Um, I wonder if that's a reason to transfer. I don't know. And, and the fact that, you know, his coach left. So, yeah. 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 I mean, Tennessee's going to have to try to find a way to benefit from the transfer portal if they want to be, uh, I mean, I, I want to say competitive at all in 2021, but we, we kind of talked about that schedule. I think there's still ways to be, um, competitive, but if you want to be competitive for, 10 games, you're going to have to try to find some, some quality stuff in the transfer portal this summer. Yeah, hate the transfer portal in football, but love it for basketball. Yeah, exactly. That's where, that's where I'm at right now. Exactly. Uh, Chris asked any word on Jay Hardy. Last I heard, he was in the portal, but no word has been announced. Yeah, I mean, he didn't very he didn't really play much at Auburn. So, uh, you know, if, if they were to to reach out to him, that would it's probably Rodney Garner's call because he, he coached him at Auburn. Yeah, and and hopefully that means if Ronnie Garner doesn't want him, he has you know he he didn't feel like that. Like hopefully if Tennessee doesn't get him, you're hoping that it's Tennessee that doesn't want him. Cause yeah, because like you said, you you got a guy that truly knows him on staff. Mm-hmm. Like you've seen him in practice. Um, so yeah, that that should maybe if Tennessee doesn't reach out, that should maybe tell you, you know, maybe the where Jay Hardy's at. I guess. Right. Right. Because I mean, Tennessee is actively looking for guys in the transfer portal. If they're not willing to reach out to somebody who, you know, a guy on staff coached last year, then you know, he probably doesn't like what he saw. Yeah, and that's an interesting situation too. Because, and I think a lot of people, you know, that's probably you know, another one you can add to the list. Add to what? Add to which list? That that list of you know guys that went elsewhere. That was well, probably that, that was kind of my point too. That one's interesting because, like, I'm not saying that anyone should have ever like tweeted at the kid and, uh, you know, 
been mean. Um, mean's probably not the right word, but <laughs> it's like he didn't just he didn't just not commit to Tennessee. Like he potentially put Tennessee in a situation to have recruiting violations, which obviously ended up not mattering. But <laughs> I mean, he didn't just like not like he wasn't just like oh, it's come down to Tennessee and Auburn and South Carolina, like whoever. And then it was like, I pick Auburn. It was like, no, he played Tennessee as long as he possibly could, knowing he had already apparently signed the papers to Alabama or Auburn, excuse me. So it's like, that one's an interesting one. If he can ball, come on home, Jay Hardy. There's a spot for you here. But it is an interesting one because I don't think it's as simple as like a kid just made a decision to go elsewhere. No, he was kind of, like, he kind of. Yeah, he kind of like, led Tennessee on. To, he tried to laugh at Tennessee publicly. Yeah, just to get, I, I guess, for shits and gigs. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, I didn't sign. No. Yeah, you can come to my basketball game in Chattanooga. Yeah, yeah well, you can talk to me. So weird. Um, the guy in the mask uh, need to grab one of the DBs that hit the portal. Yeah, I think there's definitely. Um, I think Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, if they have, if they have experience on it, I mean, I think you can. I think any position defensively is pretty safe to go out and get. Um, but I think if they can find some more leadership, because I just think there's definitely lack of that there. But um, yeah, I think I think DBs would be a, a strong place to hit. Uh, he mentioned the five star out of Clemson would be a nice dude, but has all caps issues. Who's that? I'm not familiar with the. I'm not familiar with that either. But no, you know, if that? if they have issues, then sign them. I, mean, I mean, yeah, this is more important issues, but. And I don't know if Tennessee can really afford right now to deal with any more issues than they've already dealt with. Um, with the recruiting violations with the NCAA and then, you know, the incident that they had on campus that ended up in, in two guys already leaving the program. So, or I guess an- another incident with Beasley. So, that's right. three guys that have already left the program. So, issues might not be – yeah, that might be like a, a cross off the list for Tennessee at this point. Yeah, it's you're not really unfortunately for those guys, you're not necessarily in a position to take risk on them. Um, so yeah, uh, oh, not, that's not the, a time to be Darian Kendrick. Yeah, no, he was number one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So, why did he if he has issues? I'm trying to figure out why he ended up leaving. Um, I think it was charged with gun and head. gun and drug violations, uh, in Rock yeah. Hill. So Maybe not the best. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if this is a detox program at this point. <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> Tennessee is in a position to rehabilitate. Um, I think we're. I think we're. We're working on ourselves right now. We can't. But, I mean, if you like his tape, I mean, you at least give him a phone call. Right. See what's see what's going on. Yeah. Um, Credence would ask 2020, 2022 Golly, I can't speak. Twenty twenty two recruits we could get. Guys on the radar for uh, the Vols. Yeah, I think Addison Nichols is a guy. Um, Cam Miller, Dallin Hayden, um, Isaiah Horton are all guys that you would like to add in this class. Anthony Brown <laughs> at Milan. Milan, nice. There you go. He's a he's another one that that Tennessee would probably like to add. Um, other than that, I mean, th- those are the big names. A lot of those guys are in state. Addison Nichols is, is in Georgia, but he has some Tennessee ties and is probably that one of the highest rated recruits um, that Tennessee's probably in with at this point. Um, but yeah, any of those guys that I mentioned would, would be solid gifts for Tennessee. 
Um, but they're, they're, you're going to have to battle some teams. Cam yeah. Miller, I think, is um, battling with uh, battling with Alabama for that one, and then Isaiah Horton. Um, I think he is a kind of looking at Florida too. I think he mentioned them that he was taking an official visit at some point to them. So, and then Dallin Hayden, Ohio State is, is a big one that you're going to have to to win that battle. Yeah, I think any one of those guys um, or all those guys would be nice to to get in Tennessee's class to really solidify this as a a good class, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's going to take a lot to, to – I mean, right now – I mean, I know it's early, uh, but you're talking about a team this time last year that was sitting in first in the recruiting rankings, um, sitting 39th, I believe, before I hopped on tonight. So um, – which I know it's – like, I'm not saying – any cause to necessarily freak out. You also have a coach that played a game yet, mm-hmm. but it's certainly not a great start. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And a, lo- a lot of those guys are offensive guys. So uh, yeah. definitely want to, you, you want to hit defense pretty heavy at, at some point too. And that, that's why, you know, hopefully you're, you're trying to get some guys that aren't just one and, and done uh, in this transfer portal, guys that you know have a couple years left, where you can you can add some recruits and not rely on freshmen to really come in and and have to play right away. Right, right, absolutely. Um, and uh, anything else for recruiting? As you, uh, I know we hopefully we touched enough on the 2022 class, some transfers. Um, and uh, I like what the guy on the mask said. He said, like I said, issues. <laughs> That's a uh, that was a good way to put it. We should have left it at issues. That's why you don't investigate. <laughs> you don't want to know more. Right. Yeah. When you when you start digging, that's where you get in trouble. Exactly. Tennessee. Yeah. yeah you uh, start if, digging, if, you're like, holy crap, what is all this? If Plowman hadn't looked around, man, who, who knows what we would be? <laughs> she hadn't done her digging. <laughs> yeah. uh, due diligence, guys, is not a good thing, no matter what they tell you, okay? Um, if, I, if, I you're, if you're winning, you, you probably can – um, sweep some of that stuff under the rug. Yeah, no, that's it. If you win, you use the broom. If you're losing, you use the shovel. That's the <laughs> yeah. that's how the old saying that I just made up goes. Um, that's actually, so. <laughs> so you aren't like you just came up with that. I've never heard that. In fact, I didn't know where I was. Like I already had part of that plant, and then you mentioned sweeping it under the rug, and I was like, perfect. That tied it all up. So that's a that's a good saying. <laughs> you, you're you're your wisdom, man. Yes, beyond it's my something ears. else. Yeah, <laughs> man, that was intense. I guess we can just end on that one. See y'all. I, I doth my cap. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, let, let's talk. Okay, so let's let's get into this the part of the show that I think a lot of people, um, fortunately, are are waiting on now. Like this is what people come to more important issues for. We're gonna have to change our name to just like baseball. Like that's just it. nothing else. Um, Because that's what all the people want. So let's talk Tennessee travels. Tony Vitello goes home. And he doesn't bring his keys with him. He doesn't know where they're at. He hasn't been home in so long. But he busts down the freaking door. But he cleaned up while he was there. So that's good. Yeah. A little little spring cleaning. Exactly. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, But yeah, Tennessee took care of business. Got the sweep over a pretty bad Missouri team. But I mean, we talked about this, though, you know, on, on Wednesday. No win, like no, no win's going to come easy in the SEC. Like I mean, there's a lot of great players in and around the league, and to go out and do it, and, and you did it in you know fairly, I mean, convincing fashion, almost dominating fashion at times. Um, 
you know, Blade did well today was, I think, uh, I saw, you know, when he went out of the game, I think he just got his backpack and left. Like, he was like, that's it. I'm, I'm ready to go home. Yeah, he just like, I'll uh, I'll warm up the bus for you guys. Yeah, he was out. <laughs> he didn't hesitate. And uh, just a great performance from him. But, I mean, all around great weekend from Tennessee. And, um, yeah, I, you said it on Wednesday. You're like, this is a team you should go out and sweep. So, it's not like you just went out and, you know, really, really surprised some people. But, like we mentioned early in the show, you got to take care of business if, if you want to kind of end up on the right side of things. Like, there's still some, like – luck involved because you don't go head to head with Vanderbilt. Like you can't make that decision, but you do, you have to go take care of business and then let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. And you know, Missouri came out looking pretty good on Friday night. You know, Tennessee didn't really help themselves out. They, especially in that first inning, they had guys on and get, they got picked off twice um, in that first inning and and ended that inning. But um, you know, Missouri looked pretty good. Their pitcher was pretty decent. I forget his name now that I'm, Talking about him, um, well, Hal Halverson, Halverson, maybe that sounds right to Does me. That sound, yeah, so I mean, he looked pretty decent against Tennessee. Had a uh, had three strikeouts and um, you know through five innings, and Tennessee was just like kind of got hit in the mouth a little bit. Yeah, but uh, you know, Max Ferguson, he he doubled in in the sixth to uh, tie the game at three. And then in the eighth inning, he uh, hits that freaking bomb. Was it was it was it Friday night that it landed in the you know in midfield of the football facility? Yeah, yeah, it hit <laughs> uh, the indoor facility right above um, the retired yeah baseball of Max Scherzer. So well, then they had one on who who hit one on Saturday that ended up on the field house. Was that today? God, dude, my weekend has been. Just apparently not. So Luke, Luke hit one yesterday. I guess that was it. He hit one on to not quite as deep, but it hit the field house. Yeah, and, which and then is, Max Ferguson hit another one today. The field house isn't necessarily on top of the field. It's close, but there's still some room back there. But, the but the the announcers were, were saying that that one on Friday night was the the furthest ball that they've seen hit at yeah. that stadium. So pretty impressive, um, and. You know, you, you needed a series like this from your your preseason All American like like, like Max Ferguson is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not not the season he probably had wanted up to this point, um, but but to find yourself really dialed in um, this late in the season, really finding it, you know, that, that's what Tennessee desperately needs. Um, coming up against the number one team in the country this weekend after you play Tennessee Tech on Tuesday. But he was phenomenal this whole weekend. Seven yeah. for 11, uh, six RBIs, two home runs. Three walks, six runs. I mean, you can't have a better series than, than Max Ferguson did this weekend. Um, Drew Gilbert also had, had a really good series. He was five for 10, uh, or I'm sorry, nine for 15, six RBIs. Um, you know, just had a, I think he was four for five today. And I think he reached base all four times, but they didn't give him a hit because um, they, they said it was an, an error. But, Whatever. I mean, he reached base all five times, so you know he was phenomenal. And those are two guys that have struggled a little bit um, right. here, here, kind of mid of, middle of the season. Um, so kind of having guys finding their own this weekend, I, I think it's huge. Just building some confidence for for postseason play. Um, but Tennessee had fourteen extra base hits this weekend to Missouri's four. So you're going to win a lot of baseball games doing that. Now you, you left a lot of runners on. I think you left. 
35 on base this Which weekend. Isn't, I don't know what to say about it because it's like you want to see the problem get solved, but it's not a new issue for, for Tennessee. Like this has been like pretty much day one. You're like, man, they did not have a problem getting guys on base, but just could not get runners in. Yeah, uh, I, and I mean, like looking at the the score, maybe not on on Friday. Friday night was was kind of an yeah. issue, but but looking at Saturday and Sunday, you know, you scored quite a yeah. bit of runs. So I mean, it, it's hard to really complain about it. Um, but but you're getting guys on base at such a high rate that it, it makes the 35 look a lot bigger than it probably is. Yeah, and you mentioned this week. This week was like you said the, on Sunday, you scored 11 and 10 points. Like it, it's not as um, it's not as big of, a, of an issue. Like you, when you talk about getting runners in, if you if you if you tell the coach you got ten and eleven in, they're they're probably not asking too many questions. They're okay and moving on. Um, so this week isn't necessarily a product of, of that those issues, but it is something that that's kind of been a reoccurring theme. Um, mm-hmm. But the fact that I mean Tennessee's hitting the ball really really well, um, and outside of Friday this week, I mean, <laughs> like I said, no one's complaining about that. Yeah, I think they lead the. I think they're second to I think Arkansas and and walks, um, so they're getting guys on base at a, at a extremely high rate. And one of those guys is Liam Spence, who I think extended his streak to forty eight games today. He struck out the first three times. You're like, oh, is this going to be it? And then I think he he got he got two straight hits after that. So I think he got one hit. He walked. He walked the. The fourth time, and, and then the man's on base. <laughs> yeah, that's all he does is get on base. Um, pitching wise, I thought Chad Dallas did a good job. I, Missouri came out hitting a little bit, um, but he settled down and, and got the win. He's now eight and one on the season. I think he's second in the SEC in um, in wins, only to Kamar Rocker. So uh, he's got a higher rate than, than Jack Lauder or a higher win total than Jack Lauder right now. So definitely a, a great season that Chad Dallas is having. Um, Camden Sewell on Saturday, I thought pitched really well in, in relief for Will Heflin and then Blade Tidwell just shoved it today. Um, yeah. you know, that I, I was talking about hitters building confidence. I mean, that's a guy that they would love to get more confidence out of. And Blade Tidwell, who's, you know, Hate it for Missouri, but he's going to be here two more years. So get used to that. Right. Right. <laughs> um, and yeah, he he was he pitched seven innings, two hits, one on run, two walks, and, and five strikeouts. I mean, just a solid outing for the kid. It was not the best of conditions, so wasn't able to get that that velo up to you know that ninety eight miles an hour that that he's shown, but um, was pretty consistent on, on 92, 91 pretty much all day long. And uh, Missouri had a hard time of, of getting a lot of hits. Didn't didn't get an extra base hit in the game. So the, I mentioned they had four extra base, yeah. base hits in the series um, and zero today. So definitely a great outing for him and another guy just getting confidence at the right time. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, no, and then the, the I feel like the uh, – I mean, I guess it depends on the team because we've talked about where this bullpen stands as far as Tennessee making those late postseason runs. But the fact that you're getting so much out of your starters, I mean, that's obviously you benefit greatly from that. Yeah, I think they've added some guys too that, you know, it's been a lot of Sean Hunley, Kirby Cannell. Um, they've sprinkled in Redmond Walsh um, kind of these past two weekends. has done a pretty good job. Elijah Pleasant's got some, got some run yesterday. 
after Kirby Canale to kind of close out the game. And then Will Mabry pitched um, after Blade Tidwell in, in between Blade and, and Redmond today. So adding a little bit more guys to that, getting getting some guys um, some SEC experience and, and getting them ready for postseason play. You're going to need a lot of guys in that bullpen come postseason play. Um, so getting them guys in there right now, building some confidence is, is what you want. Absolutely, and I know you want to talk about some SEC standings. First off, too, I want to, before we get into that, I'm a known hater of the Smoky Grays, the, the baseball version. Today, I got to say, I, I turned it on, and I was like, man, that's a – I don't know if it was my, my TV settings were maybe different, but I was like, those those uniforms look really, really good. And yeah, I, get so the right color. This is, a, this is a public apology to Tennessee baseball for my initial hate of the Smoky Grays. I'm back in, baby. You drew me back in today. I, I really like the uh, the coaching helmets, the the gray ones. I, mean, I, didn't those. I guess I didn't notice them. Do they look? Do they look like the hat? Or yeah, yeah, very yeah, it's pretty similar okay. to the hat. The hat looks I, good. I, just I love look the. Good. Uh, what I really love is the white outline of the orange lettering. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's 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 gorgeous. It's I, I can't say it. it's just gorgeous. All right. Good, week, good weekend. Most most SEC wins Tennessee has gotten since, and they've actually tied it with the team that went to Omaha in 2005. I, I thought it was 18. I thought they had to get one more. Is it 17? 17. They have 18 17. to beat it. They tied it today. Okay. And I think I think 18 will be the most uh, the most as well since 1995, which was also a college World Series. Yep. So. Um, this is a big weekend. We talked about the standings, uh, or we're going to talk about the standings here. Um, Tennessee 17 and seven in conference play. They, uh, Vanderbilt had to cancel their game with Alabama this afternoon due to weather. Um, listen, we all live in the state of Tennessee. Uh, that means the weather across the state is the exact same. Uh, it didn't do anything more than a light drizzle. So call it what it is. Um, uh, don't tell me what the weather was in Nashville. He was scared. I'm not saying that if that's what you heard because of the, facts presented then that's just you go with that no one comment and tell me what the weather was actually like in nashville i don't care i live in the state of tennessee i know how weather works don't explain anything else to me um but tennessee is in the lead by one win in the east um and that could that could be huge for vanderbilt to cancel that game um because i mean you mentioned like Tennessee, they would be if they won today. Tennessee would be tied with them, so yep. that that could be huge in seeding for the SEC tournament. And uh, you know, I, I hate it for them. I really hate do. it. Hate it. Uh, on the west side too, you've got Arkansas at seventeen and seven. So that Tennessee and and Arkansas tied for um, first total overall in the SEC. If you know, I know that's really not much of a thing right now. Uh, doesn't really matter um, for the SEC tournament. And then Mississippi State sitting there at sixteen and eight. Also, Florida on the east, going back to the east side real quick, 15 and 9. They're not like, you know, as far as seeding for, for Vanderbilt goes, I mean, it's, let's call it possible, right? I mean, yeah, Vanderbilt plays Kentucky, um, but they're in it. Or sorry, they play, uh, they play Ole Miss this weekend. Vanderbilt does. Vanderbilt's got two more series left. So, yeah. So Florida will play Georgia and Arkansas. So that that's, that's pretty tough going. I mean, Georgia gave Arkansas all they wanted this weekend. And uh, and then, you know, Florida Florida's a good baseball team. You know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not saying – I think Tennessee got them at, at, a, at a good time because, you know, we sh- probably should have swept them. 
Um, right. But I, I think Florida's a really good baseball team, and they got some young guys in, in that lineup that, that are really going to be good in this league for a long time. So to get that win I, I think was huge over them. And, uh, you know, I'm <laughs> I don't even really know what to say about it because, like, coming into the season I was like, you know, you, you just want to, like, try to get to a regional and hopefully try to win that and, and maybe get to a super. Like, you're top five team, like legit top five team. Yeah. Like I, I mentioned, like, you know, you're you're now the hunted. You're you're not being the – you're not the hunter anymore. You're, you're not – you can't play that um, underdog card anymore because, you know, Missouri came out on Friday night and gave oh, you the best oh, shot. Dabo Sweeney's been playing the under – like, he played it as a defending national champion. You can well, play the underdog card. Well, I mean, you can play it, but it's – I mean, the other team isn't – they're not buying into that. No, and it's also extremely annoying. I really hope Attila doesn't do that. Um, I mean, there is still – I think there is still a lot to prove for this Tennessee team. Like, I don't think – because I think a lot of people are just kind of like momentum, momentum. Um, you know, that's – that's once – I think people are thinking once Tennessee gets hit in the mouth, like there it goes. But, I mean, the way they responded after the Vanderbilt series, um, you know, where they, they pushed and pushed and just like – almost like they couldn't overcome a really good team. Um, just like even when they did the th- the right things, they they were met with um, you know the the opposite force that was stronger. Um, and then you know obviously they had some some mental breakdowns too in that game, but they responded well. I, th- I think that surprised a lot of people in the country. I think a lot of people were like, "We'll have Tennessee in the top five. They'll lose to Vanderbilt. We can drop them out and be done with them." Because um, this team just doesn't have. They don't necessarily believe the talent that that's that they're what's going on at Tennessee. So I think there is a little bit of an underdog aspect to it still. Um, but like you said, it, it's definitely like Tennessee controls their own destiny. This isn't like a you go out. I mean, like Tennessee isn't going to be sitting here going, "We got to win some games in Omaha or in uh, uh, um, freaking Hoover to to get to a regional." Like no, right. like you, you just need to go win the games are in front of you, and like there, there's no, there's no question. You don't have to hope the right teams lose. You don't have to hope. You just go win, and, and that's it. It's that simple. Yeah, and and you're not a middle of the like you're not even a middle of the pack SEC team, which you know there's nothing really wrong with that when it comes to national seeding because like you're probably in the top twenty five if you're a middle of the pack SEC team, but you've beaten everybody you should have beaten up to this point. Yeah. Um, and you play number one Arkansas, where you got a chance to to hopefully knock them off, and then you play a, a pretty good South Carolina team. But up to this point, you've taken care of business, and, and so you're a legit top five team. So I mentioned not being the hunted, like you're up there, yeah. and you've proven that you belong up there. So I mean, it's it would be hard for me to play like, oh, dude, we're the underdog. I mean, yeah. maybe maybe this weekend against Arkansas, you, you are the you are the underdog. Like, this right, is the one. Right, like, yeah, you gotta. You can use it during this series, but like against Missouri, no, hell no. And, and this is like the, I mean, this is you're you're playing the, I don't know, like you beat everybody else, um, and now this is the the one you've got to really overcome. And I think too for, um, you know, for Tennessee as far as this weekend goes, it's it's like looking at the Vanderbilt series. The guy on the mask mentioned here, um, that's his name, by the way. It's, I said it, and it sounded weird. Like I was talking about a guy I didn't know, but that's his name on Periscope. Um, he, he's like, I hope we can get a sweep against – if Tennessee was somehow able to go out and sweep Arkansas, um, first off, I'm going to be the most unbearable person of all time because I've been a little hesitant. Not that I don't believe in Vitello or believe in Tennessee. It's just like I also know how difficult it is to win consistently. 
um, at a high level and, you know, in the SEC. So it's just been like, man, I mean, they're, they're winning. They're taking it game by game. Like, look at the great things they're doing. We, you know, nitpicking, like they got to bring runners home when they get them into scoring. Like, that, like you're nitpicking after they beat a team 11 to – what was the final today? 10 to 3, two. 10 to 4. 10 to 2. two? It was just 2? Yeah. Okay. Anyways, but it's just like you, you are nitpicking because a little hesitant. If they go out and sweep Arkansas, um, I'm going to – it's going to be annoying. So I'm going to let you know that right now. 11 to 4 is yesterday. Okay. So that's um, so I'm going to be incredibly unbearable. Good. And I hope you are. Yeah, no, it's going to be tough. I, I'm, as a Tennessee, I'm a battered Tennessee fan. I'm cautious. But you go out and sweep the number one team in the nation, and um, you can go ahead and just, yeah, just you're going to not like me after it. So yeah, if I mean, you're that, not a Tennessee fan. There's a lot going down this weekend. I mean, you're tied for first place in the SEC. Um, you know, the, the number one team in the country is coming to town. And I mean, you have a chance to really solidify yourself as as a national seed for a super regional. Um, yeah. You know, not not even talking about a regional. I mean, two years ago, it was shocking that Tennessee was in a regional. Now we're hosting, and now we're talking about hosting for a super regional. Um, you know, Tennessee have just climbed the SEC that fast. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, credit to to this staff and and Tony Vitello. He's just been done a phenomenal job and. Danny White, I mean, th- where's the check at? I'm not even. I, I'm not even in the. You don't have to pay Tony Vitello. This is. This should be on your to do list for. You should have been working on it already, and he says he is. Ne- Lindsey Nelson needs to be at 100% capacity Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Danny White, if you want to find out how invested Tennessee fans are. Open it to 100% capacity. Do it. I dare you. That's a, I dare you. You don't have the balls to do it. I double dog you dare you. I double dog. <laughs> you, don't have the, you don't have the balls to do it, Danny White. Do it. <laughs> do it. Put your money where your mouth is. $250,000. Pay the fine. Is that the there fine? Is a fine? I don't know. No, he paid, oh, that. <laughs> he paid that to that fund. Do it. Uh, I dare you. I dare you. I mean, I'll, I'll throw an extra, like, I mean, every Tennessee fan there would pay an extra five bucks to see that thing opened up. You don't have the balls to do it, Danny. Do it. <laughs> Caleb is calling him out. I love it. Bet you won't say it to his face. See, that's where you're wrong. Um <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see that. I would definitely see that. I, I just, I, I hope he, um, uh, Danny, like this is like you can be like if you get called into President Randy Boyd's office or Donde Plowman's office, and they're like, "Danny, oh, I guess we lost Caleb." Um, I guess there's that weather uh, for Vanderbilt. I guess they finally got Caleb, so uh, he's decapitated. That's all we got for baseball. Um, so let's start with. All right, he's back. Yeah, sorry. Quick flip. I thought it was uh, – I mentioned that, I guess, that Vanderbilt weather kind of got to you. Yeah, a lot of talking trash. Actually, I meant to like before the show, it was storming up here. If my power was to go out, that's a possibility. So. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I thought, I, I, I thought right Danny White just, like, canceled you. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he's got my IP address. He knows how to, he knows how to do it. Canceled. Love it. Uh, yeah, that is all we have for baseball, but I did fail to mention – um, how about, I mean, not that Evan Russell has been a, you know, not great defensively, uh, but what about him hosing a guy out from freaking left field this week? 
Dude, the guy's just good at baseball. I mean, <laughs> he, I mean, he's not like – he's not a guy that's – when he gets off the bus, he's like, you're, you're not going to be wowed by the kid. But he just like – you're talking about a guy that loves Tennessee. That's Evan Russell. You know, he walked – he's basically still a walk-on. I mean, he just loves to play for Tennessee. And, you know, I, I love to see the kid, you know, be rewarded for that with yeah. a ton of success. He – I think he had two doubles today. Um, let's see what he went today. He was two for four with two RBIs, two doubles. Um, and, and then, like you mentioned, just hosed to get a runner out at, at home plate today. I don't know why. Like, why do people keep testing him? Is it is it because he – like, physically he doesn't look intimidating? You're like, oh, that guy can't throw me out. I think most people would have ran home in that situation, to be okay. fair. I think – Evan Russell made just of that good of a play. Here you go. That's what you get. And it, it was Jackson Greer at the plate today, or uh, at, at catcher, yeah. right? Yeah, that, I, mean, yeah I, think he made, I think he made a great play too. Yeah, yeah, he had it. Like I, I really wasn't like that. I, I wasn't thinking. Oh, that was a dumb decision. I thought Evan Russell. And, I thought they just made a great play. I mean, the, the guy's slide was pretty good. It, like, the tag was a little high, so it, yeah. it was – it made it closer, but, like, the ball was there. The ball yeah. beat him by feet. <laughs> I, maybe it just looked closer. I don't know. I thought it was very, very close. And I just I – I don't. I was thinking, I don't know if you regret sending that guy home. I think you're like – I think it's one of those – and, you. I mean, you still have players this all the time. Like, like you know, you get frustrated because somebody does something really good and, like, you think you should have, like, countered it. It's like when – it's like when a guy just, you know, catches and shoots in your face and drains one in your eye. You can't, you can't be mad. Just good shot, and you go then make the next play. Yeah, I mean, if you have a hand in the face and he makes it, it's just like you're meant you to do? make that. <laughs> yeah, like you're, you couldn't see, you didn't see player. the rim. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. You're a good player. Like, you just, yeah. I mean, it's got to be a, on. it's got to be a perfect throw in that situation yeah. to to get that guy out, and it was. So, yeah, yeah you probably don't regret. I think it was Florida who. Evan Russell also like hosed this guy out, and Evan Russell had the ball before the guy even touched third base. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just I like, I think so did you see Ronald Acuna today? No, I did not. I I have the Braves as one of my most important, a little ill informed, most important. But go, what happened with Acuna today? So they they hit like he's on second base. They hit one up the middle, and the third base coach is just like, no, 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 no. And Acuna's like, screw that, I'm in. Is he and, that fast? Is he fast enough to do that? Yeah, I mean, Acuna, okay. Acuna hit a just a I mean, routine ground ball to shortstop and oh, yeah, beat it by a mile. I did <laughs> see that. Yeah, that was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt the dude can freaking hit. I didn't know how fast. I mean, I don't know how how much faster he'd be if he didn't have eight chains on his neck too, <laughs> <laughs> and like how much protection he wears at the plate. I know. So, what was he? Was he batting? That was this a, or was he a runner already? Yeah, he was already. He was a runner. Okay, so at least, he at least had all the shields off. At this <laughs> yeah. Point. yeah, all of his armor. Yeah. Um, okay, I didn't know if he was a if he was a fat. You know, you know the guys that you're like, ah, oh, when he ignores you, you're like, I get it. I don't right. know if he was how fast he was. I mean, he almost had to dodge the third base coach because he was standing <laughs> like, he was like, no, no, no. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great to see a third base coach just tackle a guy? And he's like, no, you are not passing this <laughs> up. <laughs> Sit. 
that would be fantastic. That'd be awesome. Um, do we have any questions? Uh, I know we've had some talk through the chat. Um, let's I don't see think here. We had. I have to look and see. I know we had some questions about 2022 recruiting on Twitter. Already talked about that. Um, yeah, guys, tell us. You know, we're always here to talk about what we want to talk about. So let us know. Uh, prepare some stuff for Wednesday. It's um, we call it this Wednesday. It's 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 every year um, on this date. I don't even know how many years we've been doing the show, but every day, every time May twelfth, it's it, we call it the the listener show. You guys just pick the the outline and we do it. Um, so welcome. Yeah, do that. There you go. No, we don't have any more questions. Um, that's all we got. Let's, let's get into most important. Then. Most important. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and do the Braves one. I don't know if it was Friday. Or, okay, so the Braves opened up capacity 100%. I don't know exactly what night it was. It was one of the first nights. Um, and I also don't know who hit the walk-off. I think it was a two-run homer. But that place went freaking nuts. And what a time to do it. Like the first, it like Panda? It, it might have been. It's like the first night. It, it's almost like hitting a, a walk-off on opening day, right? Like you get two opening days this year. Because yeah. you get the full capacity crowd. That it's just it's electric. It's electric. It's electric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome stuff. Please, please open up Lindsey Nelson. Just open. There's it no up. chance it happens. Like no, there's no chance. Eh. But also, like it, it, if people want to say it's not fifty percent either, because the amount of students that are in right field is, I mean, they would fill up probably the remainder of the seats. There's a, well, that, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. This, yeah, this that's that's what I was about to say. I don't know about this week. Um, you know, wish wish the Lindsay's legends of Lindsay would have stayed. Uh, there's got there's got to be a couple guys on campus that can also. Be. What do you think about the new shirt? That, I like that shirt a lot. The cream. It's, it's probably my second favorite baseball shirt behind the um, ours. <sighs> Yeah, third bit. Okay, third favorite. <laughs> nice, great save. Um, I'd have to go. God, I'd have to go find it. Somebody actually sent me a picture today. I don't really know how to describe it, but I'm a very like when it comes to to baseball stuff. I like the keep it simple. I like the script. I, I really like the script. I also like the um, the old school diamond with the script on it. It used to be a patch. I think so. On it's jersey. It looks a lot like the old school – the one I'm thinking of. I'm going to have to find it because I don't I don't know if I'll find it this show, but I, I'll find it eventually. Because <laughs> uh, the ball shop said they're they're creating that one. I mentioned I was like, get this on a shirt, and they said uh, ordered. So, I don't – There you go. It's that, it's that simple. Yeah. I Dude, I spent $70, and I'm not proud of it, on a pair of shorts. They're Lady Vol shorts, and they're freaking sexy. Like they are awesome. I can't wait to have them. I don't know when they're supposed to come in. What do they, they look like? Oh, they're like retro and they're freaking gorgeous. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can pull the picture real quick. Hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, seventy dollars though. Yeah, I spent way too much, but like you got me in the moment. Like I saw them; they have pockets. I was like, all right. Where did you find that at? Um, I think Chad Fields retweeted them. Oh, okay. Because they also have some retro, like, men's basketball ones. And But they're not, like, I w- these are cool. These look cool, but I wouldn't wear these. Yeah. 
Whereas, like, I'll wear the Lady Balls ones. I think those are freaking amazing. I love the uh, waistband. That's my favorite part. Blue waistband? Yeah. Well, it's blue, orange, and white. Hmm. Yeah. So, I uh, if it if I if I didn't see that on payday, probably wouldn't have done it. So, <laughs> says what it is. They got you. They knew it was coming up. <laughs> they knew when to get to the, get it on my Twitter feed. So, yeah. Well, well done. Um, but yeah, that's the. I, I'm I'm not mad about it. I, I just hope they get here soon so I can wear them. Yeah. Uh, my next most important is uh, Tim Elko. A batter for Ole Miss, tore his ACL on April 5th and actually played in the uh, Texas A&M series this weekend. And his first hit since the uh, the accident where he tore his ACL, and he hits a three-run bomb Yeah, that was to Rockfield. I mean, he couldn't even – could barely run the bases afterwards. But uh, 33 days after he tore his ACL, hits a three-run shot. In, in SEC play. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Can you say his name again? Because it sounded like a baseball name. Like, I was about to be like, I want to be like Tim Elko. Elko. He sounds like, like a coach. That's the most baseball name I've ever heard. Elko. <laughs> so, that, yeah, that was my that was my first guess for sure. Um, my most important is, oh, kind of assumed his name is Levi. L E V. Is that Lev? Lev Lev, yeah. I guess. Lev Grinberg, he is a 13 year old. He shot a 70 at a local qualifier, and now he is one qualifier away from um, playing in the U.S. Open. So playing in a PGA major event. He's he's how old? 13 years old. Damn. Yeah, and apparently is he a, is he a big kid? Not. And I'm not, no. Just I mean, a normal 13 year old. I mean, he's probably like bigger than your average 13 year old, but he's not big. Dang. He's got a, I, I've, I watched a video of him like practicing because some, I mean, like, I, I'm not even a after. golf guy, but the, the fact that he has such yeah. a good, no, it's insane. Because like you're having to drive it pretty far to have a good score like that. Well, and that's the thing is a lot of people were like, oh, when he plays like tougher courses, which the U.S. Open course would be, it's incredibly tough for, even professional golfers. So yes, but he did play um, the qualifier that he shot a 70 at. It played at 7,000 yards, which I know doesn't, you know, register a ton to you since you don't golf, but 7,000 yards is not short. Like he's still having to hit the ball a long way to be in positions to shoot a 70. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's yes. You know, you got to put it into context a little bit, but it's like, you know, I mean, that kid was probably like born to golf. Like he came out. Yeah, for golf. sure. Uh, to get put it in perspective, Augusta's at seventy four hundred, almost seventy five hundred uh, yards. So it's like, yeah, a little bit shorter than the one of the most famous golf courses that the tours or the the tour plays at. So it's like the kid can play. <laughs> like there's no denying that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, did you see the thread of like the people that were on their first date? I think they went to the Diamondbacks yes. game. So, and then they went to a Wilds game. Oh no! What? Okay, I gotta be cynical. They went to another game. Like so, like they kept on like going on like date number one, date number two, date number three, and like they would go to all these like the Arizona 
teams kept like inviting them to go to a different. Okay, so they got invited by. Yeah, the team. Coyote. Yeah. So they went to a hockey game. Yeah, the Wild. Coyotes. Right. It's Minnesota Wild, I think. Hmm. Yeah, maybe it was. Maybe they played the Minnesota Wild, but I think it's the Arizona Coyotes. Okay. Phoenix yeah, maybe Coyotes. that. Maybe that's right. Um. Are the Coy- are they the Coyotes? I don't know the difference. Anyway. Coyotes. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um. But there wasn't a fourth date. He said I saw there, that. there wasn't I saw a fourth that. date. So I mean, I guess it was most important. It was cool that like his his buddy like did that. Yeah, people were trying to be cynical because apparently they're like kind of famous. The two dudes, like they're streamers. Oh, okay. So people were like, "Oh, this is a PR stunt," you know, just to like get people talking about the Diamondbacks because there are like there are teams in baseball that like I forget that exist. Um, the Seattle Mariners are one. Um, I'm trying to think of like another one that I forget off. Like I'm like, oh, they are a baseball team. Um. The Arizona Diamondbacks are another, though. I forget about the Padres pretty often. Do you like – like the Padres don't I feel like the, Bre- the Brewers don't really pop into my head very often. And I think if I didn't live so close to Cincinnati, I would definitely forget about Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. Like for sure. But yeah, but, the the Padres are have been good recently because they got Machado and they got Tatis. Um, yes, the Padres have been better recently. It's more like growing up, I found out like way late that the San Diego Padres were a baseball team. Like <laughs> I knew about baseball long before I knew about the San Diego Padres. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Diamondbacks are definitely someone I don't remember. But man, is that, what, is that a like, spring train? Is that a rookie league team? What? I mean, maybe it was a PR stunt, but what a freaking like really cool to have those kind of dates and then like no no fourth or no third I would be incredibly embarrassed um I would also yeah I that I don't know what to say about that yeah that's why uh that's why people were being I wasn't being cynical and then people were like oh this guy's a streamer and I was like damn that kind of ruins that then you said they went on another date at a hockey game and I was like damn but I didn't realize like they like it was a byproduct of yeah, like the I, I thought you meant like they were like, oh, let's go on another date to the hockey game, and then the same thing happened. Right. I didn't realize it was a post invitation, so that makes me less cynical. Any more? Most yeah, I do. Um, I have too many. I think this week um, it's just one of those. Admiral Schofield got signed to a ten day contract with the Orlando Magic. Good for him. Yep. Um, I got one. Um, I, I thought I had one more. I guess it's no. A, that's a fail. That's a. I'm not even say that for stupidity. I I don't know, like, because this is excellent, like, uh, promotions. But like, what do you think about all the Logan Paul, Jake Paul, Floyd Mayweather stuff? I could care less. I just want to see the fight. I I could care less about everything that builds up to it. You don't think it's like absolutely just hilarious? Yeah, but like I don't, I can't tell the two. Like I don't know Logan and Jake Paul. Oh, I don't yeah. know which is which. I just like, found out which one. Like I can now tell you which one fights. It's Jake that like actually fights. Okay, but Logan, but Logan's kind of fights. Yeah, and he's fighting <laughs> Floyd. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I'm just like, but whatever. when I say hilarious, like I don't find it like hilarious in the way that the Paul brothers want me to find it hilarious. 
I find it like, like I find it like the way I watch um, a thousand pound sisters hilarious. <laughs> so take that with well, however you want to take it, but that that's the kind of laughing I'm doing. Is that what it's called? A thousand pound sisters? I think, I think so. Uh, is that the two that is just like, they're the, the I TikTok. pay my damn bills. I don't know. They might be on TikTok. I don't know. Hmm. They're a thousand pounds. They both equal a thousand pounds together, which I don't know if you guys know that. That's a lot of pounds. Um, <laughs> but like, oh, so here's what I don't yeah. understand about boxing UFC. Like, so they go to the weigh-ins, right? Mm-hmm. And then they like try to fight each other there. But what I don't understand is like, you guys are going to have a chance to like actually fight. Pretty much, especially in the UFC, like pretty much no rules. Like just go at it. Yeah, they're well, they're boxing. I don't get. I, I'm just saying, like I don't get the whole fighting at weigh in. Like Logan and see Floyd that, do that's, that promotional that's where event. It looks fake. Yeah, but like they do that promotional event, and they do like the Gotcha Hat. First off, Got Gotcha Hat is like the most middle school thing of all time that could piss off any human being on the face of earth. Like it, it is. There is no person that could stand there and have their hat taken by someone that even looks kind of like Jake Paul and be okay with it. Yeah, and it depends on if you're a hat guy or not. Like, no, I don't know I don't, how big I, of a, a hat I guy think, Floyd Mayweather is, but like, my dad would literally kill somebody if they knocked his, his hat I, off. I think it. I think any human being, if they had their hat taken, I think they would react that way. I, I, I get that's where I, for the first time, I, well, you're, you're life, a big hat guy. Like, if somebody like came up just randomly and knocked your hat off, like you'd want to kill him, right? Right. Right. But it's like super middle school esque. That's my point. Is like, sure. it's very middle. Like, I think for me, anything like that, it's like when people touch your car, like, it's not that big a deal, but you're like, hey, don't fucking touch my car. It's like that oh. kind of thing. Dude, that just brought up something to me. I saw, you know, those cars that they like try to give away at the mall. Yeah, did you win? Why does everybody lean on that car? There are bitches everywhere. I don't go to the mall often, but... I went yesterday, and I saw two different people that weren't together leaning on this new, like brand new car. I'm like, Were they like testing like how they looked leaning on it? They're like, tell me what this looks like so I can no, see. No, they're just talking. Just leaned up against it like it was theirs. I'm just like, dude. I mean, people just have no respect for... Have you ever heard of Have you ever heard of anyone winning that contest, like winning a car from the mall? Absolutely. Like I've heard of people winning the lottery, but no one's been like, "Yeah, I want a Ford Fiesta from the mall." How cool is that? I mean, it's just like a lead generator is all that crap is. They must run my credit before they call me because I've never gotten a call and I enter <laughs> them all. So you, it's just guessing <laughs> the price, right? Like yeah. why? <laughs> exactly. Um. All right. I've got mm, okay. I got, so I've I got, got one more. I've got a fail. Mm, yeah, I've got a fail, and then I'm gonna save some stupidities for this week. Okay, so th- I guess this is kind of a fail, but maybe maybe it was on purpose. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna let you decide. Okay, Kyle Booker showing up to to Jersey themed like plane ride and uh, and shows up in his own uniform. Yeah, I'm gonna go with not planned, <laughs> but <laughs> but like the best mistake possible, right? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, how bad would it have been if he had showed up in a Henry Toa Toa jersey? 
Oh, Oof. God, that would have been bad. I saw someone sporting Peyton Manning. I was like, good thing we stay away from current players. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Chris Chris said, uh, Chris, I, I never like to deliver bad news. He just said, speaking of winning stuff, did you guys announce who won the shirt? We did. I'm going to let Landon – you got the name? We need to do it again. We did it at the beginning of the show. Um, Landon gave the guy free ad space. <laughs> oh, let me go back to what his name was. Sorry, I interrupted your uh, your point about Booker there, but I was saying like that. Yeah, it is a flex. Like wearing your own jersey. Like yeah, for sure. I'm not wearing Peyton Manning anymore. Kyle Booker. <laughs> I love that he had his whole uniform on. He was like, "Yeah, we're going to BP and we get off the plane, right?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, "We play like in a couple hours." <laughs> I loved it. I, th- I was a big fan of it personally. Um, all right, my fail of the week. Derek Dalton was the winner. Derek Dalton out Derek of Granger Dalton. County. Congratulations, my man, Derek Dalton. I love it. Love to see it. Fail of the week is I. I, I don't like doing this because um, I'm not a guy that you know celebrates the highs and lows of people, but I got to do it. Um, Medina Spirit is apparently just. Doing drugs, like no regard for horse life at all. Just pumping PEDs into their system. Um, so Medina Spirit, did you hear about this? No, I did not. The winner of the Kentucky Derby uh, popped positive for uh, illegal drugs. Nice. Yeah. So um, not you know this is the biggest scandal since um, Mark McGuire. Like this is this is real, man. Um, Bob Baffert. Apparently, this is weird to me. So apparently, like last week, everyone was like, "Yeah, Bob Baffert is the effing king of like horse racing." And now, okay. like today, it came out that this horse tested balls, and they're like, "Yeah, he's a disgrace." Like all of his horse do all of his horses do drugs. Um, and, and guys, I'm I'm like, listen, I, I know what it's like to grow up in a in an environment where you're expected to always perform. Sometimes you just do drugs. Like I get Medina spirit stressed out. He goes back to his stall, maybe smokes a little pot. Like, don't like he's ra- he's racing his tail off every week. And y'all are y'all are Maddie smoking a little pot. Come on, legalize it. There you go. What if a horse did test positive for pot? What would they do? Is it illegal? I don't know. I don't know he was just eating a plant, man. I don't like. What do you want him to do? <laughs> But no, that's like I, it's hilarious to me that they drug test horses. By the way, I would like just to- just say he's vegan. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Do you think they like piss test the horse? Like you think they're like here, pee in this? God, can you imagine getting that test? <laughs> this is it like the NCAA where they got a, it's, it's like the creepy dude in the white coat that holds it for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, that's rough. I would not want that job. I'd probably, I'd probably rather pick up poop than, than have that job. Maybe that's how they do the drug test. Feces sam- fecal sample. sample. Mm. Okay. I love my dog pooped at the vet last time. Like he got nervous and just shit all over the floor. They like cleaned it up and they're like, we'll just test this for you. I was like, for okay. Charge me another 30 bucks. Sure. For what? <laughs> I think they just like did like a heartworm test since he shit for him. Uh, uh, we'll just, but it was like funny. Like she picked it up. She's like, "We'll test this." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You should have just said, no, he's good. <laughs> nah. I don't want the drugs to pop up. He studied, he studied for his drug test. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to get caught drugging drugging my dog up for the racing. So, um, my next fail of the week is a uh, pro football focus draft. They um, put out their twenty twenty two mock draft and had Emory Jones at number six to the Philadelphia Eagles. Is it just stupid? Uh, I mean, that's stupid. Is Emory Jones even still at Florida? <laughs> yeah, apparently okay, he's going right. to be their, their starting quarterback. But it's, it's just like you haven't seen anything from this guy. How, how do you expect him to be number six? I mean, like Spencer Rattler, Sam Howell, like, yeah, I could see that. But Emory Jones is your third quarterback off the board? I mean, is that Jamie Newman dumb? It's about about as about as dumb. <laughs> I mean, at least Jamie Newman had some couple seasons at Wake Forest before he entered the draft. Yep, that's, that's pretty bad. That, that's pretty bad. I mean, he um, wasn't even able to beat out Kyle Trask, and Trask went like the third round. So, where did Trask end up going? Hmm. That's a good question. I don't know. I'll look that up. I don't know either. You got any more stupidity? That that's all I've got for um for fail of the weeks. Fails of the week. Um anything else? Oh, he's with the Buccaneers. That's right. Okay. That it, yeah. I do remember that now. Uh we have one more question before we before we close it out here. Uh Chris Smith said, Will we beat Georgia this year? Um, I don't want to put myself on the stupidity, so I'm just gonna like not answer that. Because I know what my brain says, and I know what my heart says, and they don't agree. So I'm just going to be quiet. Sit this um, I'm going to go that we're the underdogs, so we're not supposed to win. So I'm just going to Nice. Leave. There you go. I like that answer. It's a good answer. Guys, we, uh, we appreciate you all for listening. We always do. We'll be back on Wednesday doing uh, another show. Um, go ahead and have your questions, your topics prepared. We're getting – I mean, oh, Tennessee takes on. We will have some baseball to talk about. They take on – is it Tech again? back on Tuesday. Uh, so we'll have some, uh, some baseball, more baseball for you. Uh, bring your topics, bring your discussions. Um, if you have, uh, do it, do it. Um, yeah. Thanks again for, for listening. Um, thanks again for participating in our giveaway. We might do another one here soon. Who knows? Um, so just stay tuned. Keep following along. We're bringing the boat in and we out.